Dave sat recording in the comic store, but Brian Hugh felt that they needed more. Quinn wanting women adventure and booze. Brian just wanted to debate how public topics and not have to lose, so they traveled. Hugh traveling, hitting pavements. Brian providing abundances of vague navigations, but whether they win or lose, triumph or fail, listen to this podcast and they will regale you with their tales. Space Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Space Monkeys. Hello. That's right. No Walt. No Walt. And I don't want to hear any bullshit from anybody about like, oh, why is it Walt? Why is Walt? Walt is sick. So it's either this yeah. or nothing. Or go pound sand. I've heard that said. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've heard it said enough, actually. I wish more people would be like, go pound sand. Right. So old timey, yet still... They know what you mean. Yeah, they know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) So Walt update is uh, Walt broke fever a few days ago, and uh, he's out of isolation. He's doing well. Is it just common knowledge about Walt? I think so. I mean, a lot of people are assuming it. Okay. Like, Walt's not going to be upset that we're... Let's hope not. ...outing his medical (laughs) history. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. there's some kind of OSHA requirement that we not do that. I don't know. Well, I think more like we work for Walt, so I don't think it works like that. Uh Uh-oh. Goddamn slave driver. I know. Goddamn Walt Flanagan. Uh, so, yes, Walt uh, was ill, as was Giddim. Uh, Giddim fared better, I guess. Yeah, Giddim did a little better. He, uh, I saw him today. <laughs> I don't know how you can't give Giddim full, not you, but like in general, as a, as a listener, how you cannot embrace a guy who, when he knows for a fact Walt isn't coming in, he had no idea I was coming in, is still in a full baseball outfit. that says coach that says coach he has a whistle around his neck (laughs) that's a guy hoping someone's showing up yeah yeah and some people did oh yes thank you for everybody who came out to the uh the black friday oh yeah weekend that was fun very successful wouldn't you say i i was uh very pleased by the number of people that were there i was uh had a fun time talking to everybody i was pleased that i didn't catch covid from it you know I wore my mask the, the entire time. Yeah, I saw on, online some people were displeased that people weren't wearing masks. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't too crazy about that either. But I figured you guys. Were, I don't know. When I first walked in, I felt like I had to. <laughs> Why did I do this? No, I walked in and and you had you had listeners all over the office. I didn't agree with that that decision at all. It was a party, babe. <laughs> you, yeah, you were throwing a party because I guess you did the the midnight to 3 a.m. and yeah. then 7 a.m. onwards. No, uh, 10. 10, okay. Because yeah. when I got there, it was like that fucking scene from Animal House <laughs> when they show up and there's a party going on. There was literally people in every room of, of, of our studios. There was people in the, um, there were people in the fucking costumes closet. There people, shit out. yeah, they were just like walking around un- unattended. Yeah. And then I, I, I'm like, oh, well, all right, I wouldn't have made that choice, but, um, <laughs> but okay, but let me go. I, at this point, I didn't realize that the studio door was wide open. And I was like, well, surely they knew enough to leave us a refuge to go to <laughs> in case the situation was like this, which is that the place was fucking packed. But I went in, there was no less than eight people sitting around the recording table, like just yeah. chilling and hanging out. It's like they were home. Yeah, I put an end to that right yeah. away. <laughs> Immediately, they were ushered out of their own house. <laughs> I mean, it was so fast. Well, because I, I had I had guests coming, and I couldn't I couldn't have they didn't sign up for just you know yeah being exposed to COVID. <laughs> I don't know. So far, I haven't heard anybody that got COVID though. No, so. no, no. It's fine. Well, I knew I, they were solid. Every every face that walked through that door, I'm like, this motherfucker's solid. 
There's no way they got COVID. <laughs> Why, only non-solid people get COVID. No, people like, because I didn't take my mask off, but people were very nice to say I'm vaccinated and stuff like that to me. I, you know, I was trying to be cool despite having the mask on. Saying you're vaccinated doesn't even fucking mean anything anymore. Uh, I mean, it does because it shows that you're at least being careful enough to do that. Trying. You're at least trying. Even if it's poor. Well, put it this way. You don't think it's your American duty to, like, open mouth kiss people you don't know just to prove that COVID's no big deal. Right. Those are the people I don't don't want to be around. Yeah. Or even the people that maybe. I don't know. I don't want to be around anybody, I guess. Yeah. But no, those are the people. Anyway, here we are. How do we get on this? Uh, so I was talking about the uh, the big opening. How was your Thanksgiving? Was it everything you dreamed it would be? Oh, it was fucking great. It was great. I was in uh, I was in Florida. It's nice. I was in the villages, the retirement community, mm-hmm. where I learned a new country country western song or two that I hadn't heard before. Because that's all they fucking played down there. And then, uh, yeah, took my mom to see Ghostbusters and um, had a good day. Had a good time. Nice. How was yours, bud? It was fine. Yeah? Yeah, I was kind of disappointed that nothing blew up or nobody no. got upset or, you know, <laughs> that nobody was like, fuck you, and like it left. Everybody's getting old. Yeah, people yeah. just don't have it in them anymore. We went there and it was a good time was had by all. Uh, my brother Darren came up and we uh, built a little fire in Pam and Edgar's fire pit out back. That's nice. Mm-hmm. And then went home and went to bed and that was it. That's that it? Thanksgiving, yeah. That sounds like a good day to me. Yeah. I'm starting to think like maybe like because of the past couple get togethers haven't been, there haven't been anything incendiary or, you know, there's no uh, explosions. And I'm like, it strangely coincides with how long I've been medicated. So I'm starting <laughs> to think maybe it was my fault. <laughs> well, you'd have to accept a certain amount of it no matter what, right? You're part of the dynamic. Yeah, um, I'm just wondering if my percentage grew. <laughs> yeah, like maybe you were the one that was constantly like at odds and, and fucking jihadin' people and stuff like that. And yeah. maybe other people were like, man, what the fuck? Why won't he just calm the fuck down? Yeah, like we all want to have a nice time. <laughs> 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 he ruins it every time. Didn't you stomp out one year? Uh, yeah, it was, well, that's because my mother lied. <laughs> like she, yeah. she like totally made something up. I heard her. She didn't know I was listening in. Yeah, but med- you think medicated Brian might be able to just roll his eyes at it? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Be like, oh, she's silly. What are you gonna do? She's silly old bat. Yeah, she's in, she's elderly. What can you do about that? Uh, I also, before I forget, I wanted to. We didn't. I don't think I mentioned on five hundred episode five hundred, which were pretty good reactions to. Oh yeah, people are liking it. Yeah, people I, really. I like haven't it. checked it out. Uh, two guys who make it all possible, Declan and Jay Sarge. Oh, I don't, I don't think I mentioned them. On oh 500. no, that's an oversight. It is. See, this is why I got to write shit down. Well, they have. To, I guess even though you're giving them their proper respect now, part of them. Has to wonder why they didn't make that first that first cut, right? And I would say it's because they weren't in the room. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. We thank everybody who's in the room. It's not like there's any. It's not like I'm like, and my wife Mary Beth. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to wrap up the show. We're trying to go home. You know, it's been, it was three fucking four hours. It took us to record that thing. We're gonna stick around to say their names. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just saying you could be forgiven for like just laying eyeballs on people and thanking them and then getting the hell out of there. But I, I but I would understand why they would be listening for their name and not hear it. Mm. And be like, oh, man. Oh. <laughs> the saddest clicking ever. Yeah. Because, yeah. Did you think of me, Declan? Declan's just, he's, he's a huge part of the show. Sure. So is Jay Sarge. 
Yeah, J-Sarge, um, I really like that guy. Yeah, I don't have much contact with him. Yeah. The few times I've met him, I, I've liked him. Yeah, he likes cats a lot. Yeah, I like I him. Know that. I like the guy. So um, Didn't he have like a super like, is he married? What's his deal? Yeah, he's married. He's just, married, has a kid. Yeah, something about. Maybe two kids. I can't remember. Like we were like, they're so nice. Or, I don't know. Something, there was something. I, oh, wait, was it? Was this the one where he was getting painted as grotesquely short? Yeah. Oh, that was it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit, man. I feel bad about that. But I never said that. Wasn't that thrown on him by you guys in response? No, no, no. You to, said it. Oh, really? <laughs> you said it 100%. I think I said he wasn't grotesquely short. No, I think you said like under a certain amount, like under like five seven or like grotesquely short. I think I don't think it was aimed at anyone in in, in particular, right. but in general, you were like, if you are below this height, oh no, <laughs> then in my eyes, <laughs> you are grotesque. <laughs> Sorry about that, everyone below that that number. But I mean, nobody should listen to my fucking opinion anyway. Yeah, nobody listens to an opinion for. I I mean, am I? We may cut this out, but do I sound okay? I think I don't. You sound okay to me. Yeah, but you know, that's judged on a curve right now. Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's legal. I mean, I, you, you, you brought over a joint, and I took a big old hit. Mm-hmm. And I, and I don't know how I'm coming across right now. I think uh, suave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Debonair. Personable. Yeah. All right. Um, I wanted to get your feeling on this. Because I know how much you love cats. Okay. This is going to make me sad, isn't it? Um, no, I don't think you'll be sad by it. This doesn't involve death or mayhem or, or anything like that. cats being abandoned or anything like that? No, nothing like that. Okay. In fact, the cat's getting some. Uh, a woman caught breastfeeding her hairless cat on a Delta flight. <laughs> she wasn't kitten around when she whipped out her breast and started feeding her hairless cat. Uh, a flight attendant told her repeatedly to stop and put her cat back in its cage, but the woman refused. And then a message was sent through the aircraft communication addressing and reporting system to alert Delta crew in Atlanta that passenger in seat 13A is breastfeeding a cat and will not put the cat back in its carrier when attempt requested. <laughs> then a photo of the message board was found, blah, blah, blah. They don't have a picture of her actually doing it, which is shocking. You figure everybody would have a uh, a camera out ready to take. I it's mean, a rough one. You're taking a picture of a woman's tit. Yeah, but she's feeding a cat. I mean, I think I think all bets are off when it's like, oh, all right. Well, you know, if it's a baby and you're taking pictures, you're a fucking fiend. If it's a cat, you know. Either way, there's going to be a continue to people out there that's like, you can't take a picture of that woman's breast. This ain't the fucking 90s anymore, bro. I know. I know. As much as we sometimes wish it was. She had the cat swaddled up in a blanket so it looked like a baby. Her shirt was up and she was trying to get the latch, the cat to latch, and she wouldn't put the cat back in the carrier. <laughs> and the cat was screaming for its life. <laughs> Why is that orange? I don't know. All right, there we go. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's running. It's all right. All right, um, this is a quick break. So you're, you're feeling <laughs> on the cats getting breastfeed? Well, look, I'm not going to say I'm in defense of this woman, but I will say... That I understand that if you have a cat and it's a member of your family and you love this creature as you would love any other member of your family, I could see why in her mind the lines got blurred a little bit. Like, I have cats that I would 
if this house was on fire, like I would run into, I would, you know what I mean? To, to get them out. Like, right. is that any fucking weirder than being like, well, I'll breastfeed the thing. Like I'm giving up my life for a fucking street creature I found. Uh, I don't know. I think so. I feel, I, I feel that there's a difference. Yeah. Like, I think more people can relate to dashing into the house, even if it's like in their mind, like, oh, if my pet were, this were happening to my pet, this is the scenario in which I envision you know, go, sure. it going. Uh, so I think more people can relate to that than like in an effort to like, they, I don't know if she's trying to feed the cat or she just wanted to hold the cat. It's but, weird that she was letting it drink of her nipple. Yeah. I find that really odd. There's no getting around that. But who's she hurting? Everybody within eyesight, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but if like, if people really, if like she's hurting nobody, if the, the blanket's up just a little bit higher. Yeah. But I mean, the, the I think the giveaway was the cat screaming. Like they said, the cat's like, Meow. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Look, it's not a good situation for the cat. I, I, I don't think the woman should have done it. She probably should definitely not be allowed to have the cat, but I understand like how a crazy person could cross that line. Yeah. Yeah, because cat people are like, no pun intended here, special breed. Yeah, man. You get to love a cat is to love something that fucking only loves you back 20% of the time. You know what I'm saying? Isn't it fucking weird? Yeah. Or like they have, like we have a, a hot, what well, not hot, well, I always call them hot pads. They're not hot pads. So they're like uh, heating, heating pads. Right. And uh, like each of the cats has one for downstairs, but like I have one for my back in a, like right where I like where I lie on yeah. bed. And if I get up, it's less than two seconds before the cat's like, fuck you. <laughs> like it tries to get on get on the heating pad. And I'm like, how much do you understand? Yeah, all of it. Yeah. It seems that way. It understands that you were there and now you're not. All he's concerned, it's it's wasted heat. Yeah. You're the asshole. Mm-hmm. I fucked up. Yeah. So we got questions. This was the plan. We do have questions. Um, the first one All right. is from uh, Gina, formerly of Chuck. Um, she says, "Your thoughts on men's men man's your thoughts on men. Why can't I read this? Your thoughts on men getting pedicures." What do you? Why do you say formerly of Chuck? There's a breakup. They broke up. Yeah. This is the hottest gossip in, in Tell Him Steve Dave Town right now. Are we allowed to discuss this? <laughs> I, don't I don't know much about it. Oh, I don't know, man. I think, I, it, was, I think it was basically because Chuck moved. Yeah. You know, uh, Chuck moved to get closer to work. That's a very attractive lady. I don't know if Chuck's going to be happy about that being on the free market. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. But, hey, I guess Chuck's got to do what Chuck's got to do. I don't know the ins and outs. Is that why he lost the pompadour? It may be. New Chuck? For a new look. I bet you that's what it is. Other girls were like, I'm not putting up with that. <laughs> <laughs> How ironic. If he had ditched the pompadour before, he might not be single. Um, yeah, I saw him the other day, and it was good to see him. And I was like, oh, you changed your hair. It looks good now. It looks looks a little more adult. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Like in... Um how, are you familiar with Boardwalk Empire? Oh, yeah, I watched it. Yeah, the one they corrected Al Capone. Like, stop wearing that fucking, like, that cap. It makes you look like a boy. And then he gets his old, he gets a real gangster hat. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, he's wearing like that newsboy cap? Yeah, the or newsboy yeah, cap. yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Gets corrected by, I think it's Johnny Turio. Wow. Boardwalk Empire, I, I recommend it if yeah, you haven't seen show. it. So what, okay, so what do we got? So, so, so Gina wants to know uh, your thoughts on men getting pedicures. 
Uh, I, you know, I th- I've seen some of these guys' toenails out there. And I think a few more men could get some pedicures. They could use them. Yeah, I don't go for them myself that often. Like, that's a, like you're on vacation on somebody else's dime kind of thing. Right. Like when they fly us in to do these fucking public appearances and stuff and they give you like a $100 credit at the spa and you got to do something with it. Then I'm all for it. But in my everyday life, I you know, I just sort of clip them on my own. But why? What's going on? You think Chuck got pedicures and it annoyed her? No, no, she does the manicures and pedicures. Oh, she does? Them. Yeah, she does. Them. Oh, I see. <laughs> Chuck got a pedicure and made her furious? Yeah, she saw him as less than a man. And that's like, oh, yeah. She's like, I can't believe I allow this. She's like, it's either the hair or the toenail. She can't have both. She's like, preferably neither, I guess. But, uh, and that's what made her so disgusted about him. Oh, well, I don't have a problem with him. Do you? No, not really. I think um, I don't get them because I would feel bad for the the lady who had to, because I have this one toenail with a bruise under it. Oh, gnarly. Yeah, otherwise I think my, my toenails are pretty much in order. Though it's getting harder and harder to clip them. <laughs> yeah. Of, yeah. Is Mary Beth going to, she take that over for you? Yeah, they'll be nice and thick at that point where she'll have to use like a little buzzsaw type <laughs> thing, like a little Dremel. <laughs> it's fucking sparks flying off. <laughs> That poor woman. She has, a, she has no idea what she's in for, right? She, nah, she knows. She's a smart girl. You think? She thinks she's thought of that far ahead where she's like, oh, my God. And, like, how long before he's like, you see, people, like, guys walking around that are hunched over, like, impossibly hunched over? <laughs> like, what yeah. if that happened to me? <laughs> I think that she knows that no matter what that, how long that period is in her life, it'll be over relatively soon. <laughs> <laughs> She could deal with it. <laughs> She's like, just for a little bit. <laughs> just for a little bit. <laughs> I'll probably still be in my early 40s by the time this is done. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's so true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you got to laugh. Um, but you know what? I don't have much time left, probably. I should start getting pedicures now. Yeah, why not? Because really, on my, on my deathbed, I'm going to be like, oh, my God. Thank God they didn't see my toenails. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to do it. I'll let Gina do it. Sure. Then I'll tell Chuck all about it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I hope Chuck's not upset by this. I don't know Chuck well enough to know if he's the type of guy that would get, like, thrown by such a conversation. Happening no, I on think the Chuck air. can roll with it. Yeah? Yeah, I think Chuck's all right. Between two cement heads. <laughs> <laughs> so these guys, <laughs> what they did was, uh, I got to talk about something here, Ken, Yeah, all right. Real fast. We got an ad? Up. Yep, we got two, as a matter of fact. Everybody loves... You want to bang them out back to back? Yeah, why not? Right? Let's do it. All right. First, we're talking Raycon. By now, you've probably seen about a thousand gift guides for the holiday season. Gifts for moms, gifts for guys, gifts for your neighbor's cousin's dog. All right. I'm not going to read all this stuff. Let's just talk about Raycon. Yeah. You um, know. I got them looking at my pair right now. I use the, I can't remember, the E25s, I think. I use them every night. They fit right in your ear, and I put put on like ocean sounds or sometimes like cicadas, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I like them for. Uh, they give you amazing audio quality wherever you go, whether you like to pump them, use them to pump up, wind down, to work, or work out. They're useful for anyone on your list, assuming you have a list of people you want to give uh, Christmas gifts to. They're not that expensive. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be, hey, man, thank you. Uh, they start at half the price of all other premium audio brands. With their latest model, you can get three sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best with just the right amount of bass. You got pure mode, you got balance mode, and you got bass mode. 
Uh, Raycons are available in five stylish colors, so you can pick the perfect one with everyone on your list. For everyone on your list. With free shipping and returns, gifting is easier than ever. The holidays are coming up faster than you think, so now is the time to knock out that gift list and avoid last-minute shipping scramble. Especially because right now, listeners will get 15% off site-wide with code HOLIDAY at buyraycon.com. Wait, buyraycon.com slash TESD. So go to buyraycon.com slash TESD and use code HOLIDAY today to get 15% off your entire Raycon order. Buyraycon.com slash TESD. All right. That's Raycon right there. And then here's one that's close to my heart, Mac Weldon. Wearing Mac Weldon sweats right now. In yeah. Fact, I've committed almost uh, entirely to wearing only Mac Weldon sweats for the entire winter. It's not a bad thing. I have that gray pair that I love, and mm-hmm. they look good too. They're not just like frumpy things. Yeah, they're not like uh, like through the loom. Yeah. Like you know, nothing against you guys, but you could stroll around suck. the local supermarket. I think in, in those Mac Weldons I have, and and still still get some. Yeah. If, and if you're a girl, I mean, they make them for women's too. Yep. Oh God, what would be more fetching than a lass? It's a Mac Weldon. It's a snug Mac Weldon's buying uh, a zucchini. Well, you painted that picture, all right? <laughs> well, I'm sure they, the ad called for some personal, you know. Yeah, it did. Banter. You're right. What, what, what am I doing here? I'm delivering. <laughs> We're taking top not wait, we're taking top notch tops, best selling bottoms and accessories that will inc- please even I can hardly read this man, please even the scroogiest guy on your list with Mac Weldon. Oh, maybe they don't have girl stuff. Oh well, hopefully I mean, girls. They could still cross and fingers. Wear, uh, some yeah, it's Mac they're Weldon. they're pretty unisexy. They're looking great in it. Uh, with Mac Weldon, your holiday heavy lifting will be complete within minutes. Um. Something of a stickler when it comes to comfortable sweatpants and sweatshirts. I was initially skeptical when I heard the hype around Mac Weldon's Ace Collection. Who talks like this? Is this you? Are you supposed to be saying this? This is what I'm supposed to be reading right now. Oh, my. The, the thing of us going to the supermarkets is already better than this. They got that. Right? I, I, I mean, in real life, though, like if somebody were like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I'm not a fan of the cold. Feel like a walking popsicle just doesn't stoop me. Also, how many podcasts are you sending that copy to? <laughs> like, everybody's supposed to say that? I guess it's, so. Sure, it's just an example. Look, somebody got paid to write it, man. And God know. bless him. There's a lot of there's a lot of writing on this one. Uh, we'll talk about Mac Weldon's Warm Knit Collection that features shirts, innovative technology. Oh, wait. Shirts, vest, pajama pants, and more. Chilly winter days are long behind you. Using innovative technology. Oh, I need another hit. This is, this <laughs> is going and going. Your own body heat to keep. Oh, you use your own body heat, man. So that's pretty environmental, too. Yeah? Yeah. So I think what we're getting at here is gifts. There's gift sets. There's all kinds of stuff you can buy. I, I really like, truly endorse this company. I love Mac Weldon. I love their T-shirts, and I love yeah. their sweats especially. And I, the sh- sweats are basically, the shorts are just sweats cut off. They're the same material and everything. Got a few pair of them. And I buy this shit. For anybody who's like, oh, yeah, you get it for fucking free, fat boy. No, no, I don't. Why are they I'm, calling uh, fat boy? I don't know, because they're mean. They're vicious. <laughs> what are they so angry about? <laughs> I don't know, because they thought I got free sweats when I didn't. Yeah, but like. I paid for them, God damn it. Get off my back. <laughs> 
that you you're just suggesting something that you like. Yeah, like fuck you. <laughs> An angry person, man. I know. I don't get it either. Uh, for twenty percent off your first order, visit macweldoncom tesd and enter promo code tesd. That's macweldoncom tesd promo code tesd for twenty percent off. Mac Weldon, <laughs> get it right this holiday season. Don't fuck up like you have in holidays past. Yeah. You fucking dummies. Stupid pricks. All right, let's see. So we're okay with pedicures. Yeah, all right. What's the next question? My next question. Let's see. Uh, your favorite bad movie. Favorite bad movie. Oof. Wow. Well, I mean, I guess you could say that, like, you know, not every Friday the 13th movie is a good one. Right. Like, Jason Takes Manhattan. Like... Should have been in Manhattan the whole time. Not on a boat, but at this because like that's the one scene in Manhattan when he's in Times Square mm. is like the fucking best man. So yeah, I wouldn't even count that as not a good movie because I do love that movie. Um, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> this is what the people are looking for. I don't know, man. I fucking. <laughs> No, you're right. You're absolutely never happened. You're right. right. Let's pull it together. This is why we can never do this again. Um, Favorite bad movie? I don't know. If I like it, I don't think it's a bad movie. So, yeah, it's tough because I was gonna say, what is it? Troll Two, I think. Yeah, I like that a lot. It sucks. Like it's it's too it's too easy to say the room these days. Yeah, I I I think like I I could appreciate films. It's funny because I was watching The Meg the other day. Which is not a good movie. Yeah, I've seen it. Um, what the movies to the theaters? Oh yeah, yeah, brought Sage. But Jason Statham is so fuck. He's I love that guy, man. Um, but and I was watching it, and I'm like, does he show up to make the Meg, knowing that it's going to be what it's going to be, or does he think he's making the next Jaws? And then I was like. No, he shows up thinking he's going to make the fucking Meg, and that's all right. I'm like, what was this is the conversation I'm having to myself. Right. I'm like, what's wrong with that? Like, so what? I, that's a some people love that shit. <laughs> like, who am I to say whether you, what intentions are, are good or bad? And then I was just like, well, if that's the case, then even a bad movie is a good movie to someone. Who's who's fucking saying what a bad movie is? It's true. It's all subjective. Yeah, who's so. this person trying to fucking box me into a corner and saying I like shit? I don't know. We're going to block him now. That's outrageous. <laughs> There's no such thing as a bad movie unless we're talking about Who is it? Michael Holtry. Oh, Michael Holtry. What's up, man? Everything's so subjective. Mm-hmm. All right, what's another question? I think we shanked that one. Um, how big is your penis if you put both of them together to make one bigger penis? Wow, these are, this is getting... Outrageous, man. Nobody wants... I don't even want to contemplate these. That I know. Docking? They want us to dock? I suppose, yeah. And then see how big I don't it is. To, I would not want to do what that. What would it matter? Uh, is Walt okay? Yep, we covered that. Oh, here's a good one. All right. Any chance of a Space Monkeys tour at some point? Yeah. Or for that matter, a Tell Steve Dave tour now that Walt is retired. No, Walt, will, Walt does not want to perform live. Just so everybody knows. Yeah. I've asked him several times. <laughs> yeah. I think he was like, he would have unleashed COVID himself if he thought it would get him out of that 10th anniversary show we were going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Walt, uh, very, very little hope of ever touring for Walt again. But I would do, I would do shows. Sure. Yeah, why not? So yeah, there is hope. 
Yeah, we could. That answers your question. Don't mean fucking everybody else but me does it I'm in my camp. I noticed that. Yeah, yeah, everybody's out there. Everybody's out. I'm the only one. It's because we had to move those fucking tour dates because we uh, we don't know the, the new shoot schedule yet. So everybody took advantage, started filling in their solo stuff. Mm. People are asking me, when am I going out? And, I, and my answer is, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. But I would go with you. I would go do shit, shit with you. That'd be fun. Yeah, I don't want to do anything alone. Oh, it sounds horrible. Yeah, like going to a comedy club and staying the night and all that shit. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's not you don't know anybody. It's, a lot yeah. of times they're like not in major cities. Yeah, I think I think Sal and Joe and Murray get something out of it that I don't. Yeah, I mean they'd have to be because they're doing it. Hmm. Well, there you go. Well, maybe I'm just afraid, Brian. Do you think that's it? Maybe yeah. I'm just afraid to go out on my own. Like maybe like I'm I'm used to working within the, the secure confines of of a team where I'm not solely responsible for anything. Well, I think what like what Sal does and what Murray does are like they're pretty much two separate things, right? Doesn't Murray do a Q and A? Yeah, Murray does like a Q and A, almost like Kevin used to do. Right. Yeah, that sort of thing. So yeah. I think that's different than like doing what Sal does, which is like you're up there and it's only you. And you're, you know, unless you do yeah. crowd work, which isn't really respected. I don't no, think. no, Sal's. I would say Sal has a, yeah, he has a higher level of skill. His show, but I wouldn't say that what Murray does requires no skill. Like you still got to no, go. I'm, there. I'm saying that I think you have the skill to do that. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I'm like, there's no reason you couldn't go up and and people like a hundred percent. Yeah, and I've done it. I did it a few times at um. At the uh, what's that comedy club up in Manhattan that we play pool at? Uh, Friars Club. club. I did a couple of Q and A's up there, but you know, I just did it to gather material for the live show, and I ended up using none of it. So, <laughs> so I probably wouldn't do it again. And and uh, I don't know. I guess they just get something out of it. I could do it. I could do stand up if I wanted. I don't. I don't think stand up some mystical thing that people can't figure out. You know what I mean? Any comedian listening to this right now is like, oh, he no, doesn't respect the art. No, I respect the art as much as I respect any art. But like, <laughs> that's all. You know what I mean? I, I don't think I cannot do it. Right. I don't think I could do it at the level of like a, a fuck. Probably not even. Definitely not the level that Sal can. But like, I, I believe I could do it. I just. You could be an open micer. I can do whatever, man. I can get out there and work out and do it. I just don't want to. No interest, huh? What am I going to do, man? I, you know, <laughs> what do you want from me? I'm home. I got a lot of interest. I'm reading books now. I'm reading books again. Yeah, we've been reading. I'm reading this fucking uh, biography on Cornelius Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, it's called The First Tycoon. That guy was a maniac. He's like the most combative asshole ever. Oh, uh, yeah? It's so much fun to read. And the way this guy writes it makes it play out almost like a like it's clearly a, a biography but he plays it out almost like a like a novel it's pretty great hmm. so that reading that brian i uh i understand you've had your fill of forensic files you were watching it for a while and uh i can't take it anymore <laughs> you just can't watch it yeah we had forensic files on uh kind of like a background thing and then it's just realized every time i was walking into my living room like by the sixth day, I was like, I can't take it anymore. It's like it's always someone's dead, and then people who are upset about it and they're crying, and then the the suspects are always these pitiful creatures, <laughs> like just skulls that you wouldn't change spaces with them for anything. You'd be like, inject me with cancer before I had to live their lives, and 
24 hours a day for six weeks. It was on my television in the living room, and I, I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. I needed a break. That was months ago. I haven't been able to go back since. I, that's what I fall asleep to. That was just so funny. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just the, the death and the mayhem is soothing. Yeah, wow. I don't know. It's just because it's, I, it, I don't know. It actually should, I should have tried to fall asleep to it because it keeps you engaged. Uh-huh. Um, but there's just, uh, there's something about just watching these guys work through with the DNA and all that other shit. Like, yeah. work through, like motherfuckers who are like, they're, uh, they're like, they haven't been caught in 25 years, but now there's this new, uh, yeah, this new DNA method. And they're like, now you're busted. It's like, how long, you know, you commit a crime, you kill somebody. You're looking over your shoulder first day, second day, first month, second month. You're looking over your shoulder for a while. Yeah. When do you stop? Do you, do you think you ever stop? I mean, I guess you hit the 15 year mark. You're like, I, I fucking did it. I got away with it. Right. Yeah. But I felt like I never saw those episodes or those episodes only happen every once in a while. <laughs> and most of the times it's some woman who couldn't afford rent. So she got into a car to blow a dude for 20 bucks and then got a ba- like brains beat in. And then you find out that her boyfriend was pimping her out. And but this isn't an actual case. God, you're going to make me fall asleep. I'm going to get soothing. <laughs> and it's like, it's all horrible. It's just all horrible stories of horrible shit happening to fucking. What the heck is that? Alarm going off. All right, we're back. Cue, right. cue what happened. <laughs> uh, it was just an alarm in the house. I guess one of the cats like nudges one of the sensors or some shit. Good God, these cats. So what were we talking about? We were talking about uh, oh, forensic files. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, we probably drained that anyway. Well, you got another question? Oh, of course. Always questions. Let me see. Nobody's asking for advice. They're just... Yeah. What book could you read over and over? Mm. Dark Tower series by Stephen King. I, I read them a lot. That's yours? That's probably, yeah, one of the books I've read. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxies. I've read, fuck, I couldn't even tell you how many times. I probably read them like once every year and a half. Oh, yeah. I think for me, it probably would be Catcher in the Rye. I've read several times. And maybe a couple Stephen King books. Yeah, like Pet Cemetery. I'll probably read a bunch more before I yeah. die. There's just too many fucking books out there that I keep like to read the same shit over and over again. Yeah. What else do we got here? We got uh, the scene that I was in for the Impractical Jokers that didn't make it. The Practical Jokers movie. Oh, that was at a... In, we weren't in Sturgis. We were somewhere down south at a biker bar during a biker weekend event. And <clears throat> the four of us guys were going out and saying our wacky, impractical things to bikers. And uh, <laughs> that was the bit. And it was a pretty fucking strong bit. And then Brian played a character called the Stoker, where we would send him in and he would make the situation worse. So if I was out there... Uh, giving a biker a parking ticket for some stupid reason. Brian would come over just as I got the situation in the control. Brian would come over and, and say something like, this is motherfucker gave you a ticket too? <laughs> something like that to stoke the situation and make it worse. And it was a fucking great bit. And it was really funny. And we were all super happy with it. Um, Brian did great. And the audio department, and I think the guy that worked that day got fired. Uh-huh lost either lost or never properly recorded the audio we had nothing we had zero audio for the entire day yeah oh that's not true my turn had audio but uh, nobody else did so that's it that's why secrets out 
neck cut. And somebody I, fucked up. <laughs> we were hoping to use the footage of me and you in the in the end credits, but but we lost control of the end credits, as you could tell by the fucking Lord of the Rings esque music that plays for fucking twenty minutes. <laughs> it's like the comedy ends, and then you hear dun 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 dun, dun burr, 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 and you're like, what the fuck is this? And you're waiting for those like those post credit like uh, hijinks, yeah, scenes. We were supposed to have them. I don't. I don't know. What, we lost control of the. I guess nobody was paying attention to the end credits. Like people's name were spelled wrong. It was like weird. <laughs> it was weird, but so there you go. That's it. Let's see what else do we got here. Um, uh, Wally Walter here, snow miser or heat miser? Oh, I couldn't give a shit either way. I don't even know no. what you mean. Which do, do I like the the little figure better? With yeah, the, like which, with the which, attitude? I guess probably the attitude of each. Were their attitude? Were they off? I thought they were both bad guys. They are both bad guys, but like, uh, I feel like snow miser is a little bit more prim and proper, and like heat miser is just like a like your every everyday Joe kind of guy. I'm going to go for the Heat Miser then. Yeah, I like yeah. Heat Miser better too. Like Snow Miser is the type that would tell tell their mother on a Mother Nature, you know. Oh, yeah. Fucking piece of shit. Little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> little fucking rat bitch. Oh, Q, you'll like this. You have to survive 24 hours in a horror movie of your choice. What movie are you choosing and what's your plan for survival? Um, all right. That's a, that's a good That's a good one. Well, the question begs the question, like, like for me, like, okay, so my favorite movie is The Shining, so I'm like, oh, would I pick The Shining? Because it's like, it's only me versus one person, pretty much. Yeah. Whereas, like, if it's a Jason thing where, like, the guy has an axe and he seems unstoppable. Yeah, that's rough. Well, see, I was thinking, like, I would go, like, The Blob and just hang out in a freezer for the 24 hours. Yeah, that's a good idea. What the fuck? A blob can't get me in there. So I just chill on my fucking keister, like like the fucking chillmeister. <laughs> the fuck Snow is the, the snowmeister? <laughs> Getting all prim and proper in my fucking cooler while the fucking blob tries to make its way in, and I'm like, no, no. However, yeah. the fucking frozen meister talks. He uh, he would definitely if he smoked cigarettes, he would definitely have a cigarette holder. Like mm. he's that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, okay. The blob. The blob then. Yeah. See, I thought, like when I thought The Shining, I'm like, I would really want to be a part of it. I would want to see all the ghosts and shit, you know? What's one that you wouldn't want to be in, no matter what? Uh, probably something like Saw. Yeah, so Hellraiser. Hellraiser is another tough one. Because you see Cenobites coming at you, you know whatever follows. I mean, these motherfuckers get off on pain. Yeah. It's going to hurt. Like anything you conjured up in life is nothing compared to what these guys are about to now, deliver. No, the worst I can come up with is like my dick in a blender, and they're like... <laughs> <laughs> like you don't even know like we phased that out decades ago yeah. man. that shit was too soft <laughs> <laughs> yeah I wouldn't want to be I guess in the Hellraiser but Saw is another one I don't want to be tortured to death something like Scream seems like you probably could get away yeah I mean those are just humans they're humans and like all I have to do is not make dumb decisions like they do in those movies mm-hmm. and I'd be fine Jaws I just stay on the beach yeah, if you didn't go in the water, you'd be all right. You're fine. Lots of people survive those attacks. Most people do. Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody's that Kittner boy. Oh, no. Poor Alex Kittner. Oh, you knew. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, uh, they're asking about your cats, how they're doing, and uh, 
They're doing great. Did Q have a fake tattoo of his cats on the bowling Patreon? On the what? I guess, um, I don't know, on the bowling Patreon, they're like, did you have a fake oh, tattoo of your cats? Oh, you know what? I might have. I think I did on my forearm. Did you? Yeah. I think I did, actually. That's a good That's a good catch. Where did you get a fake tattoo? <laughs> um, I had some people over. I think you were there, actually, in the, uh, in the pool, and Sal brought over, he brought over a, a bushel of fucking temporary tattoos just because sells that he's just that type of guy shows up with the fun and we (laughs) we put them on i think i had one on my forearm yeah i didn't get one well yeah it's sharp eye then almost too sharp (laughs) causes concern yeah uh okay so kyla wants to know if she should jump off should she drive off a bridge i mean no. she says kidding just kind of though okay well you shouldn't no because you're gonna ruin your car Oh god, you're probably not gonna die. You'll probably get fucking like paralyzed get or some maimed. shit like that. Or maimed and paralyzed and now everybody just talks at you. You're using like, up resources and oh, shit because you couldn't get your shit together. I know, and all you had to do is not drive off a bridge. You could have done anything. You could have just went to a movie. Yeah. If you drove off a fucking bridge. Taking a Xanax, go to sleep. Ah, fucking chill out. I mean, fuck it. If somebody's going to tell you to drive off a bridge or do heroin, I'll do the heroin. Yeah. You know? Look how many people you've inconvenienced now, Kyla. You're wasting our time. And some, something I have to read about, like some little blurb. Up, and like, I'm going to be interested because it's New Jersey. <laughs> you know? It's <laughs> how you filter your news. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually a pretty good question. All right. Yeah, I'd say. Don't. I'd say don't, but I get it. <laughs> don't self-harm, please. Favorite mainstream pizza chain? Chain? Well, what is Main Street? I'd be probably talking like Domino's, Little Caesars, Pizza Hut. Oof. That kind of thing. Fuck. I mean, if we Papa turn, John's. If we're going to turn back the hands of time to the heyday, it would have been Pizza Hut all the fucking way. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... Pizza Hut has lost the magic that once defined Pizza Hut for me. Do you think it's it was it was lost by them, or it was just you growing up and being like it just doesn't have that? Like I was wondering recently, I was like, why the fuck do little kids like to go to McDonald's so much anymore? Because like they don't have the characters around. No, like, it's not like you know you can't even, you haven't been able to go into the play the playground for two years. Yeah, it tastes good. It's fun. It's fun to eat that food. Yeah, I think so. You don't have a blast when you're eating McDonald's. It is pretty fun, but yeah. it's afterwards like by twenty minutes that I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah, but you're t- I'm talking about kids. Right. That's they don't experience that. They mm. they fucking they digest and shit that stuff out immediately. Us, it hits differently. I fucking hate kids. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. What were we talking about? Oh, favorite pizza chain. Oh, yeah. Back in the day, Pizza Hut. I loved it. Loved it. Today, I don't know if I would, I don't know if they'd be my go to anymore. Yeah. You know what happened is they got, they started getting rid of the red fucking roof buildings. You started seeing those getting turned into banks and fucking Walmarts and shit like that, right? And then they became what everybody else was. They became the cubbyhole one. Like they're just in a store. Right. They're in a bank of stores. Yeah. That's not Pizza Hut. That's Pizza fucking. What do they call those things? Row frame store. That doesn't sound the same. I want a hut when I go to Pizza Hut. Right. There are no more huts. 
In uh, fact, all the huts around us have moved. Where the hut once stood on Staten Island on Highland Boulevard, like right there, I shit you not, it was in the middle of a fucking giant paved parking lot, right? The parking lot is still there. The parking lot is still paved. It's asphalt. They tore the Pizza Hut down. The hut is gone, and they left. They left it fallow, and now it's a field <laughs> in the middle of a parking lot. And the other day, I drove past that little field that, and I, and it looked so small to me. And I thought about the good times that I had in that Pizza Hut, and there were many. We used to go to that uh, on lunch break at Farrell. Monsignor Farrell used to cut class to go and have pizza and it'd be all you could eat buffet for like six bucks and we had the metabolism of 17 year olds <laughs> so we just did i had a lot of good times in that pizza hut and it's literally just a field now in the middle of an asphalt asphalt field it's really weird there's something poetic about it it's that of the shit time. you gave me is really good i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it is weird when you see like like you have your memories but that's the only place in the world some of the shit exists anymore mm-hmm you know, unless like maybe you took a picture of it. Like there are places that like I can remember vividly from being a kid, but I don't think I'd ever be able to find a picture of it to be like, oh yeah, that is exactly how I remember. Yeah, it, you know, yeah. So it's whatever my brain has manifested over the years. Yeah, I think of my grandmother's house that was torn down, and it's like I could almost as if I'm like in a first person shooter in a video game could walk around the house in my head and know what the light switches were and stuff like that, and it's. It was torn down 10 years ago. Sad shit, bro. I know. Why are they bringing this shit up? I don't Fuck know. Pizza Hut, man. Well, now I just feel like I'm going to die. Yeah, Pizza Hut. I'm going to drive off a bridge. Uh, now I would probably, I mean, it's all shit now, right? It's not, but I'd probably go Domino's maybe. Yeah, I think I'd go Domino's yeah. as well. And I, don't, I, can't, I can't stay with a pizza place long enough. To say, oh, that's my favorite pizza because so many of them fuck you over on deliveries and shit. I can't stand it. Well, Ambrosino's on Staten Island is, is will always be my pizzeria. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe you don't have what it takes to hang with a pizzeria, my friend. I don't know. When I like order and they send, like, send half the order and then you call, <laughs> they're like, well, we can't get it there for 45 minutes because we're busy. Yeah. It's, I'm like, like... Yeah, but now somebody doesn't have dinner, asshole. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. It's, it's insane. That, and, and I know they must be able to tell that we order frequently, or did anyway. I've, I have, I have boycotting the probably three to four different pizzerias right now. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> they're assholes. I they do all this man. business, and then they don't give a fuck at all about you, man. Yeah. Yeah, they don't care. Burn up your garlic bread. I call up. I'm like, hey, man, my garlic bread's burned up. They bring it like an hour later. I'm like... You should just give me the money back. Yeah. Like, why the fuck do I want garlic bread an hour after you brought dinner, fuckos? Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but no. I guess they're like, you're rolling the dice when you're fucking calling with us, bro. They're like, you know, sometimes we only deliver. <laughs> only sometimes. <laughs> uh, so, Nate Diggity, you can only listen to one album for the rest of your life. What are you choosing? Would you kill others to get more albums? I actually like the second part of that question more. Oof. So you're in a post-apocalyptic world. Probably Wildflowers by Tom Petty. There's only one copy and some fucking schmo has it, and you're like, I know I can take him. Oof. Post-apocalyptic, though. I mean, if I kill him, if I, if I kill this man, <laughs> are there other things that I gain aside from the album? Does he have a stash of food? I'm sure he has other stuff, yeah. So it's, so it's like I, I kill him, I get the album, but also... I get f substance. Like tons of like surprises that you don't even know. Like you can't take his wife. 
They can't take his kid. I leave, I leave them to die. What do you care? You're on the move. Okay, no, it's post-apocalyptic. <laughs> You're looking for albums. <laughs> <laughs> do I give him the option first to just hand over the album? Yeah, I mean, if you were a civil human being. So I, so in this post-apocalyptic wasteland, I, I kindly knock on his door, his hovel door. Because you heard it playing. And I say, hey, man, here's the deal. <laughs> what you've got, I want. And I'm going to give you the opportunity to just give it to me. But if you don't, I'm going to kill you, leave your wife and daughter to starve and die and take anything if you want that I like. And he still says, no, fuck off. Well, then, then I, decision. I did everything I could. <laughs> I'm getting that album. You got to get the album. I got to get the album. You know? And maybe, maybe his wife and or daughter look at me and they're like, so that's what a real man looks like. Yeah. So his daughter's like real hot and like 20, so you can just you can kill the wife too. Because <laughs> she's just going to be extra baggage. I mean, yeah, yeah. But, but like, yeah, like maybe they're like, they're, maybe they're both like, wow, this, this is, I can't believe this is what a real man's like. This other one just sat around listening to fucking Tom Petty crying. <laughs> Our all day. dad was a sissy. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But post apocalyptic, yeah, I think you got you to gotta, you gotta do what you got to do. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, let's see. Mm-mm-mm. Have we ever met Bill Burr? Yes, I did meet Bill Burr. Yeah, I met him. Nice. But my Bill Burr anecdote, I wouldn't dare call it a story, is uh, he came with Joe DeRosa. Joe DeRosa brought him down to the stash one time. Yeah. Uh, when they were playing Hal Basie in, uh, in Red Bank. And uh, he's like, yeah, I'm going to bring Bill into the store tomorrow. And uh, so Bill Burr came in with, with Joe, and they were looking around and stuff. And I said, hey. And I did something I fucking never do. I gave him a compliment. Mm. And this is not a guy who wants to take compliments from random people. Yeah. You could just tell him, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I was like, oh, I'm a dick. I should have, I should have just said nothing. Why, why did I have to say something? You're that guy. I know. I'm the kind of guy you hate when you're at the, the Joker show. And I'm like, Q, Q. <laughs> I like that joke you said. <laughs> it was very impractical. <laughs> No, I don't mind that. That's not, I, I mean, that, that seems a, bit, a little bit sensitive to to get upset at that. Oh, I think he's just that guy. Yeah, though. he's just that guy. Yeah. I don't know. I met him. He was super, super nice. Yeah. I think he, him and Sal love each other. Like, well, I don't really run in those circles. He's in the, He's buddies with all those comedians. Yeah. Could you, could you break into that? I think so. Like we were talking about earlier, your new stand-up career. Yeah, I think so. I think I, I mean you met enough of them already. I fucking me and DeRosa, we're 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 chums. We went on a fucking eight-hour drinking spree the other day. He respects you as a friend. Yeah, but would he respect you as a comedian? I think so because I don't think I would be so bad at it that they would be embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> for me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't think that they would. That they would. You know. Like I, just, I, well, I just want to pretend I don't know the guy. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, why wouldn't they? Look, we're coming, like, even Sal, I know, like, I always felt like he didn't feel this way. Sal didn't feel like having the TV show earned him any respect in, in that world. But I don't know. I didn't feel that way about it. I was like, dude, you've been, you know how hard it is to have a career that lasts as long as you do on TV? He's been, the guy's been on TV 10 years on a fucking hitting camera show, and it's still funny, and, and people love the show, and it's like, 
Why wouldn't they respect that? Why wouldn't they be like, I wish that were me? <laughs> yeah, well, what I, yeah, right? So it's like, so, but, but Sal, but you know, he probably did it the right way. Sal went in so humble and like, I'm earning respect and I'm working. Not that I'm saying I wouldn't do that, but like, he really took it almost like a probie going into the firehouse, being like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna earn any respect I get, which was fucking, I admired. I like the idea of you just showed up like, oh, the party has arrived. <laughs> Day one. <laughs> yeah. Slap on a Hawaiian shirt with a fucking bike horn. I'm like, eh, eh. I could probably sell tickets. Somebody would buy them. Somebody would buy them. I'd check it out. I'll do a Q&A in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fine. Um, let's see. Let me find another question. If you could guest star on any TV show, what would it be? Oh, man. I would like to do Law & Order, SVU. I'd love to do that. Yeah. Law & Order, SVU? It seems, hasn't everyone been in that? Everybody's in it. I, I don't think it's unattainable, but I just, I, I, I'm not the guy that's ever like. Can I be in it? Yeah, I just wouldn't do it. Um, so that might be one. Well, this could get back to, what's his name, Dick Wolf. Oh, I think Dick Wolf listens to, to Space Monkeys. Yeah, yeah, I think he might. He listens to the non-Walt episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that would be a fun one. That's the first one that pops into mind. But really, like, I, what, what we do in the shadows, how fucking cool would that be? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. You get to dress up and shit. Yeah. I'm trying to think of shows I like. Anything, I think any, anything, literally anything would be cool. Like, people are like, fucking, even shows I don't watch, I would be like, oh, that's fun. Yeah, I'll come do it. Why not? Why, not? Why the fuck not? What else are you doing? I ain't doing shit. Doing fucking podcasts. The lowest form of entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Something literally anyone could do. It's like, can you afford a microphone? Then guess what? You're in business. Yeah, you're a podcaster. You're my peer. I'm not sure who uh, who this one is directed uh, directed to. What the fuck is wrong with you? Um, I'm not sure if that's directed towards you or me. Well, why, why would you ask a question like that? I don't know. Because definitely, I definitely don't know. That's sad. The sum total of uh, bad decisions, genetic mistakes. Yeah, brain chemicals, but I mean, you know. I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. I, I mean, if I did, maybe I wouldn't feel the way I feel all the time. <laughs> well, you, you know, you could be like, well, there was the self-hatred thing, and then that came from, like, really what it was. Just a, it just boils down to a lack of self-respect which boils down to like a lack of self-confidence and once you realize that the reason everything sucks is because you think you're an asshole <laughs> you know you could start working from that position which is what happened for me when did that realization come this could be uh earth shattering for some listeners uh it'd be like it's right around the corner for me for me it wasn't until really the fire department was 28 but i would say really my mid-30s my early mid-30s um, before I started being like, what the fuck's this? I'm not that bad. Yeah. I'm not just not that bad of a guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> why am I proving myself to you people? <laughs> yeah. To myself. Like, well, why do, why am I an asshole? I mean, you look at it and you're like, why am I an asshole? I'm like, I guess just cause I say I am. And that's a sad thing. So you shake it off, right? Yeah. It's like, tell, like uh, telling a girl, like, like, no, you, you don't like this isn't wrong with you whatever flaw you're seeing that like it's not there yeah you look beautiful yeah no i don't want to hear it i don't want to hear it bitches 
If you could live in any decade for the rest of your life, what decade would you pick? That's a good question. Yeah. For me, it would be the 70s, the 1870s. Diphtheria abound. I figured you were going to say 70s. Yeah, that, yeah. that would be the most fun decade, I think. It had it, had it all. It had the music, had the movies, had the TV, had the drugs, yeah. had the sex. Yeah, it was before AIDS. Before AIDS, just got a little fucking come down with a, a little case of uh, gonorrhea. Every once in a while. It's a small price to pay for live. Wait, what do you say? Living the rest of your life? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, who knows how long it's going to be, but now I'm like in my fifties in the seventies or am I like, no, I think it's you now in the seventies. You now in the seventies. Why? That's, I think you, you'd fly then. No, you think so? Got that groovy beard. You know, that's yeah, true. It is groovy. Yeah. All the fucking it's funny so. because in my mind, it's like, I would probably for me be the nineties. Because I loved it so much. You loved the 90s? I thought you would have been more of loving in the 80s. Yeah, the 80s were okay, but really it was like when I was fucking starting to cut loose and shit like that, it was the 90s. Mm. And girls and stuff like that. So, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. I would end up in the 70s. People are like, look how old this motherfucker is. Like, I'm like, what? I can't go to the disco too? <laughs> I'm too old to do coke. I'll probably have a heart attack. No, dude. No. Come on, man. You could do some coke in the 70s. Just a couple little bumps. Yeah. I'll get some quaaludes. You could go back and, like, open a bar, man. Like, you could be the man. You got to make yourself the man. It doesn't matter how old you are if you're the guy with the keys to the fucking liquor cabinet, bro. Like a a Studio uh, 54 type. Yeah, like a, what was his name? Tony something the other, the Studio 54 guy. Yeah. Um, the owner of it was Steve Rebell. Was Steve Rebell, Rebell. Yeah. yeah. You could be the Steve Rebell of like oh. Lindenhurst. Oh, I would love it, man. Yeah. It's just like some people, I'd be like, you can't come in. <laughs> Whatever you fucking want to do, bro. It's the seventies. Nobody gives a shit how people treat each other back then. Yeah. It was expected, dude. And you could fucking, you could even hate hippies and shit like that. I know they were mostly gone by then, but you, you know what I mean. You could be like these fucking shiftless layabout bitches. It doesn't matter what you say, right? Because you, you own the bar, and that's all anybody cares about. They don't like hearing it all the time, but the bar's good enough that they're going to come anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing about those hippies that aren't around anymore. <laughs> that must be something. You own a bar, and people come like in spite of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know a few bars like that where I, where I wouldn't like the owners, but I like the staff. Huh. Sal's Bar. Snooch! <laughs> <laughs> Did you buy CB radios? And if so, what locations have you contacted? No. We never did buy CB radios. No, that was one of the many things that just die. Oh, here's a good one, Q. If you're on Celebrity Deathmatch and you're allowed to choose your opponent, who are you fighting? Does that mean the MTV Claymation one or I'm fighting someone to the death? I think um, you're the Claymation Q. Oh, okay. But you get to choose any opponent you want. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, Houdini. I want to fight Houdini. Well, yeah, but he's got to be like a tricksy, like magic Houdini. Mm-hmm. Like where he's doing tricks in the middle of the fight. Because I think that people would be like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> people still know Houdini? Or, or am I? Oh, yeah, I think so. Right. People I think would get, get it. it. Yeah, people would get the Houdini reference. Yeah, I'd like to fight Houdini. All right. 
What about you? I don't know. I was trying to think, like, maybe... I'm trying to think what uh, what celebrity I hate. Oh, you're not going just for an interesting fight? No. I'm thinking, like, maybe... Uh, like Jennifer Garner, you had a like, you had a hard on for a while. <laughs> yeah, me and Jennifer Garner in a celebrity death match. Yeah, you were. Pretty and she's like, "Why her. am I here? <laughs> Where's the other celebrity?" Yeah, it was a rough fucking week for me when Thirteen Going on Thirty came out. You were so angry at that poster. It's corny bullshit, man. Yeah, <laughs> you were like, "Look at her. What is she smiling at? The fuck? She's so happy about." <laughs> oh, let's go see the movie. Oh. <laughs> Fanciful bullshit. Nonsense. Fanciful. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. This is a fuck, Mary kill with three guys. I'm not going to answer uh, that enough, one. Enough with the nonsense. Uh, if we were girls. Mm. If you're both girls in this lifetime, what would you be doing with your life? Who would be your BFFs? Who would be the prettier one? What's your relationship like? Oh, my God. That's a lot of questions. That's not just one question. Yeah, that's. I can't paint that picture for you. I don't know. That's too much. That's that's too layered a question, Justina. Sorry. You fucked up. Well, it was a you know, thoughtful question, but be, I can't get into that now. Who would win in a fight between a baboon and a badger? A baboon. Really? You think? I think it would be a... I'm, I'm thinking honey badger? A badger? Isn't the badger like a this big? Yeah, like, but they're like vicious as hell. Like honey badger? Fucking baboon. Don't they rip people's faces off and shit? I don't know. That's a good question. If you had the means... Yeah. You probably do. To sanction a baboon versus honey badger fight. Yeah. Would that be animal cruelty, you think? Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. (laughs) I think that would be a a stain on your otherwise. Well, not even for what other people thought of me, just because, like, I wouldn't want to live with that in myself. (laughs) But how the fuck else are we going to know? Yeah, but other people being secondary to my own internal feelings. (laughs) Because I would agree with them. I would be like, I deserve everything they're saying. Uh, Sopranos versus The Wire. I never saw The Wire. Oh, you didn't? It's good. I have it. A, a fan uh, gifted me uh, The Wire on Blu-ray. Right. When they redid it with the eye definition. And and I do always mean to get to it, but I never do. Hmm. It's uh, it's pretty good. And uh, except for like second season, which is like all this Greek shit. Like they don't, they spend time with the, this, these like Greek uh, guys who work at the docks and it's all oh, crooked okay. and all kinds of shit. But if you can get through second season, uh, it's, it, it has, I think, one of the best, if maybe not the best villain, villainess in, uh, in TV history. Get out. Yeah, this, this girl Snoop. She's like a dead-eyed fucking sociopathic killer. She's really? so fucking good. What season snooping? Uh, I think she shows up in season three, I believe. Yeah? Yeah, three, right. three or four. I well, you've intrigued me. I'll, I'll start watching. Yeah. It's like, it took me a while to get into it. Like, I, I had like one or two false starts. Yeah. But then once I got into it, I really liked it. All right. Yeah. It's yeah. good. And then, uh, let's see. We, uh... I don't know how this episode's faring for people. Oh, I know. Yeah, we should. We should say, yeah, it's been an, uh, like over an hour. We should say we'll, goodbye. We'll take, like a, take one last question and dial it in just in case we're totally fucking this up. All right. Okay. I don't see how people do this all the time. Perform well, sound, while under the influence. This seems, would be impossible. Like Joe Rogan? I just, I think it would be impossible to like perform in any real way while under this, this spell of this woman, this Mary Jane. <laughs> oh, there's some nonsense questions. Will my rash ever go away? Oh, come on. I right. hope they really answer we, this. We could just say goodbye, I guess. I mean, if they're throwing this at us, you're not seeing anything good? Um, 
No. We don't say goodbye here. You know what we say. Yeah, we say peace, assholes.